We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. We are the New York Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. Yo, what's good, Knicks Nation? We got Knicks preseason basketball, so let's get it going. The New York Knicks face the Boston Celtics B-Squad at Madison Square Garden tonight, so you know what that means. There was no Jason Tatum, no Jalen Brown, no Drew Holiday, no Christos Porzingis, no Derek White, and no Al Horford. But that doesn't mean this game wasn't interesting. Sure, we got moments from Jalen Brunson, RJ Barrett, and Julius Randle in their limited minutes, but tonight, tonight it was the Emmanuel Quickly show because he dropped 21 points. Tonight, Emmanuel quickly displayed his improved scoring ability, whether it was shooting from three, driving the lane, and finishing through contact or using his floater that we're so used to seeing. He really showed that he put in that work this offseason. And let's keep it a buck. We needed IQ scoring to keep up with Peyton Pritchard's hot hand because he dropped 21 points as well and kept the Celtics in the game. But regardless, at the end of the day, the Knicks were victorious as they won 114-107. to 107. So don't worry, we're going to talk about all that here right now. Welcome to KFTV Post Game Live. I'm your host, Alex Chateris, a.k.a. the Tratacaster. And with me on the other side is Mr. CK2K, a.k.a. Mr. Run the Intro. Tonight we're only taking calls by the Discord and we're sponsored by Manscaped and BetUS, the official sportsbook for KFTV for the 23 season. All right, all right, all right. Sorry, everybody, for a little delay. We had a little delay, a little technical difficulties. It's all good. We're here now. CP didn't give me the keys to the studio, but we're all here, man. We're all good. We're all, we're all happy right now, right, CK? CK, how you feeling tonight, man? I'm good. We survived. We won. Uh, keys were found. We're in the studio. We're good. Everything is fine, man. I like going one and no. I don't care if it's preseason, summer league, or regular season. I'm cool with one and no. Of course, of course, man. Yeah. Look, man, people are asking me in the chat why I'm aggressive. Look, let me tell you why I'm aggressive right now. It's basketball. It's basketball. Yeah. Nick, come on, man. We got Nick's basketball. We had a long offseason. It was slow. We're not, you know, we didn't have a draft pick this year that we were, could like really just be like, oh, what, what do we got coming in the season? It's basketball, baby. It's right around the corner to the regular season. I don't care. I got to watch the Knicks play today. I'm hype. I'm excited. Mm. So let's break this game down, CK, because. 
look, even though we didn't get much out of Jalen Brunson for the six minutes they played tonight, uh, I feel like there were still a little bit of takeaways that we could take for, that we could uh, see from this game, man. I mean, we could start off with Jalen Brunson for the six minutes that he had and just get it out of the way. Uh, it looked like nothing changed for Jalen for Jalen Brunson, except for the fact that he found Mitchell Robinson for a lob. And I'm not gonna lie, CK, I saw that and I was like, what? I'm like, I felt like I'd never seen this before in my life right. through last season. And I'm like, right. what's going on here? Like, I was like, why does this feel so new? So I had to do some research before getting on the show, man. Mm-hmm. How many times, how many times, bro, did you think Jalen Brunson assisted Mitchell Robinson last year on field goals? Uh, as our point guard and with Mitchell Robinson, I feel like towards the end of the season, they started to go to him a little bit more frequently. So I would say it has to be somewhere in like the 50, 60, not, somewhere in that, in that area. Not, not, not even close. It's not even close. It's less than that. It's less, less than that? We for the whole season? We can cut that in half for the entire season. It's only 24 assists, bro. 24 Golly. assists. Neil Brunson gave to Mitchell Robinson. So when I saw that lob, I was like, wait a minute. That's new. That, that's new to me. <laughs> what, what do you think of that? 24 assists all from Jalen Brunson to Mitchell Robinson. When I think about that, I think that needs to change this year. 24 for the entire season. The entire Mitch season. wasn't. I mean, yeah, there were, he missed some games last year, but he was pretty. He, he was pretty active for the majority of last season. So that's that's pretty. That's pretty telling. But hey, it's a good start because Brunson had one assist tonight, and it was that assist you're talking about. So you know we're on a good track. We're on a good start. You know, new season. It was a chemistry thing. Jalen Brunson's first year. You know, we're gonna give it a pass. We're gonna give it a pass. No doubt, no doubt. And you know, like the one thing I will say, and we can now move off of like Jalen Brunson because he's still. Playing like Jalen Brunson, like last he was Jalen Brunson for well, six minutes. Yeah. minutes, man. There's not even yeah. much to take away for the six minutes. I get it. You're trying to protect him. We don't want him to get injured during preseason. I totally get that. I think the one thing I could take away from this team, from the starting unit, is that there was a little bit more ball movement. I think there's an emphasis on that this for this upcoming season with the starting unit because it looked like they were trying to swing that ball around looking for for the open man. What did you think about that? Uh, yeah, I, I felt like I saw it a little bit, but then it, it, it kind of felt like they went into a little bit of a panic, panic mode. Um, I, I was hoping to see a little bit uh, more Grimes with that starting unit. Uh, it kind of felt like he was the odd man out again still. Still, you know, beginning of the season, preseason, but that's something I'm looking at. Uh, to, I, I've said it in my, my video today, and I've said it uh, several times here, that I, I think Grimes is the guy that we got to get activated a little bit sooner. Um, and I, I feel like that was the one thing missing uh, at the beginning of this game. But other than that, like, it was nice to see Julius Randle uh, give up the ball as soon as he got it um, to let Br- – uh, uh, it was Brunson in that one instance, and the other one, other time he gave it to R.J. Barrett to let him figure it out. So that was nice. Um, but, again, uh, very small sample size from the, the entirety of the starting five because, you know, they mixed it up. Brunson only played for six minutes. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, it's a good start. Absolutely a good start. Yeah, Quentin Grimes, I mean – I think he has the most to like take it up another notch, right? Because mm. of just think about like when he was drafted, the ceiling for or like the floor for him was three and D player. He already achieved that in year two. Yeah. You know, you see him working with JJ Reddick this offseason and all those other stuff. And it's like, okay, there there could definitely be more to his game just because of how young he is. But obviously not enough tonight. Only got six attempts from the field. He knocked two of his five threes down. Still got you four assists, though. Like, he was moving the ball around, solid rebounds, got three, one steal. Like, he was active on defense. Typical mm-hmm. game for Grimes as well. But you, you did mention Julius Randle. I want to go into that a little bit. 
I think Julius, just from like the limited play, like once again, it's like you can't make much out of just preseason just because look, all of our starters between Brunson getting six minutes, Randall getting 13 minutes, Barrett getting 16 minutes. You can't make a whole hell of a lot of what you think is going to happen this season. But looking at Julius Randle coming into this game, I feel like there was more, he had a little bit more pep in his step. It looks like that ankle was looking good. And I feel like with him, you know, the big thing for him was talking about being efficient this offseason, right? He went on Paul George's podcast and says he just wants to be efficient. He, he talked about it in during, um, it was a training camp when they're yeah. down in South, uh, was it in Charleston. So, Charleston. That, yeah, so like they're, he's trying to be a better player, man. You see that he's trying to put that work in. You see he's trying to put the effort in. There's no question about the shape that he comes in every single season. But I thought tonight, just even for the limited minutes, he looked like he was trying to hold true to that. Just like when he got the, when he got the ball and he made that isolation post move, spin move against the two defenders. I was like, that was pretty efficient. It was like a quick decision making. He didn't take too long to see like what, the defense was going to do. He was like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get to my spot and let's see what happens. You know, he's trying to pass out to the corner, uh, to the weak side corner that we saw all last season. He's trying to make, he's trying to move the ball around. As you pointed out, he passed to Brunson. And I think RJ at one point, like he's, I think he's trying to make that concerted, concerted effort. So let's see if that plays out into the season, because if he can do that, and especially for me, man, like I want to see him play off ball. Then I think we get a, like a serious, a seriously different Julius Randle, man, a serious, uh, I, I would be really impressed. What do you, yeah. you make of Julius Randle tonight, though? Yeah, that's my big want for Julius. I feel like he can thrive uh, playing off ball. And tonight, uh, to your point exactly, my favorite thing about Julius Randle was the way that he let the game come to him. I mean, the dude was three for four. I understand it was a 13-minute sample size, but Julius Randle, as we know, especially in the beginning of games, he loves to let that thing fly. The minute he has an opportunity to shoot the ball, he's going to shoot the ball. But tonight, to your point, you, you could see that he was – putting the ball in the hands of the guards and letting the ball and let the game and let his shot come to him. And uh, that spin move on the baseline, it looked under control. You know, we love Julius Randle to death, but that was, you know, one of the jokes we always have with him is, you know, sometimes turn to the Tasmanian devil with those spin moves and then they get out of control. That one looked under control. It definitely looked like um, something that he's been working on. It looks like, you know, the ankle uh, that was an issue for him last year. It doesn't, it seems like a thing of the past. Didn't look like he was rusty tonight. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you. One of my biggest things for Julius Randle, yes, you want to see him uh, uh, control his temper and all that fun stuff. But to me, the biggest thing is if he can play off the ball and let the game come to him, I think Julius Randle is going to make another step, man. And I think that's a, a product that a lot of uh, Knicks fans would love to see more than um, some of the things that he was forcing in other uh, games. Absolutely. You talk about taking another step. How about... R.J. Barrett, man, in his 16 minutes. I mean, he didn't shoot efficiently. He did get to the line, though. He got nine free throw attempts and knocked down all nine. Yo, going 100%, nine for nine from the free throw line. Talk about embracing the contact. That is one thing that you love to see about R.J. Uh, on a nightly basis, knock down the free throws. But I thought one thing that we saw from R.J. tonight was that decision-making, man, because you know in the past we were, we were right. so accustomed to ha him having the blinders on as he's driving the lane and just trying to finish – uh, through the trees, man, whether it's two, three defenders, whoever. And then it's like, it's typically a missed shot, turnover, whatever it may be. But tonight I felt like he was very, he, he was very, like he was in the mindset, like, look, I'm going to drive. I'm going to look for my, my teammates. And the one that stood out to me is when he drove early in the first quarter, he went, he drove the left side down the lane, then finds Brunson yes. on the right-hand side, opposite side. And Brunson knocks down to three. And I'm like, 
if we get that from RJ, which we saw throughout the postseason, like if he can do that during the regular season, and look, he didn't shoot it well tonight. He needs to shoot better from the field. He, there's no question about it. But the fact that you get that type of passing, the free throws, that's positive. But the the efficiency, man, from the field has to be better. Can't go one through six for tonight. Uh, or I should say, can't go one for six throughout the regular season, man. It's got to be it's got to be better than that. Um, yeah. Funny enough, the only the only shot that he nailed was his three pointer, but that's another story. In the quarter, but, moving too, by the way, it, yeah, right, difficult one, right. Yeah. But what, what were your thoughts about RJ tonight? Uh, he just looked like he played his first preseason game. But what I did like is, um, I, it seemed like he was trying to continue what he did well with uh Team Canada. Um, what what one of the strengths that he had? I mean, I know a lot of people are hoping to see the same shooting that he had with Canada, but. The other thing I think people weren't really paying attention to as much because we just focus so much on him being a more efficient shooting uh, shooter, excuse me, uh, is like you were mentioning is his muscle and his ability to finish around the rim. And I felt like tonight it was like he was trying to incorporate that with the game. And the one thing that we want to see him add to that instead of forcing those shots every time you get to the rim is, like you said, make that extra pass. Because with RJ, we know that when you drive to the rim, more times than not, you're trying to go up. And the defenses are going to read that. That can only now be used as a weapon against them if once he learns to pass that ball out to an open Grimes, to an open Randall, to an open Brunson. Um, so to the fact that you could see he was trying to incorporate that today, I loved it. And also, too, when he did um, decide to go up, they weren't senseless. They, uh, they, they all the t- either, um, outside of the, the ones that he missed, they drew, uh, they turned into fouls. They turned into free throws that he turned into two points. So... You know, I, I'm not really entirely upset about the missed threes because every three shot was an open three outside of one of them on the right corner. Um, so I'm not really too upset that he missed shots. The entire team shot pretty bad tonight until the second half, except for Emmanuel Quickly and Jalen Brunson. So uh, missed shots don't mean nothing to me. It's about the quality of the shot. I think RJ did a good job getting quality shots and making his damn free throws. I don't know what he was talking to Shea with, but Shea Gilgis Alexander, I know that's your thing. We appreciate you, brother. One month with RJ, and now he's going nine for nine from the free throw line. Yeah, appreciate you, dog. Appreciate you. This is why it's so. This is why it's kind of important. And I'm just, I'm just. This is obviously just making bigger than what it is. But sometimes it's why you want some of your players playing in the World Cup and stuff, and, and playing mm. with other top players from the NBA, right? Because you learn, you talk, you you get to get some of the the tips that they use, or in, or just some of the experiences that they've used. Or, or gained while playing in the NBA, right? And who knows, maybe knocking down all these free throws is from RJ playing in FIBA. But hey, man, keep doing that because nine for nine, I'll gladly take that on a nightly basis. But let's talk about the guy who who stole the show tonight because he got, I think he, I think he led in, no, Jericho Sims led in minutes because he was playing the four, which we're, <laughs> I guess we'll have a conversation about that. <laughs> but Emmanuel quickly playing 23 minutes, went eight for 14. Two for five from downtown, three for five from the free throw line. Got to be better there. But he got you. He got us twenty-one points. Like I said, to match Peyton Pritchard's twenty-one points, dude was money tonight. The one thing that that really impressed me by Emmanuel quickly tonight, CK, was the strength that he put on from this offseason because his ability to just attack the lane. Think about it. He took five shots from three. That means the other what? The other nine were. In the paint, they were in the arc. Whether it was floater, finishing through contact, and using the yeah. backboard for layups, man, you just see the work they've been putting in this offseason. And if you're going to get a quickly like that, so like if man quickly is going to be playing at that level at that efficiency, that is another level for a guy who was second last year 
in NBA in NBA voting for a set for a six man of the year. Yeah. For him to take another step to be that first guard off the bench, and it seems like Tom Thibodeau was in in midseason form because quickly came right in at that sit five to six minute mark in the first quarter as he typically does to get quickly playing at that high efficient level. That's gonna be a game changer for off the bench, man. And I thought I think his playmaking was a little bit better. He still has to be better about the. It was better, but he still got to be better because there are times where he's just chucking and, and stuff like that. But that, that's what quickly does, man. And I think he just has to – he's got the ultimate green light from Tom Thibodeau. It's like, yo, he's yeah. our scorer. You see how Tom Thibodeau talks about him being about a scoring guard. Yeah. That's, that's – I'm just – it's just the green light that he's got. But for quickly, man, it was just nice to see him, like, preseason, wasn't messing around, going in there showing, hey, because you know, you know this is him saying, I want my contract. Look at, look at the work I put in this offseason. Obviously, the regular season is more important. Him showing up in the playoffs is also more important. But quickly playing this efficient, which we haven't really seen much of at this high level, that's going to be a bit game changer for the New York Knicks this season. Yeah. One of my favorite uh, basketball phrases is, if the shot doesn't go in, you have to affect the game somewhere else. And quickly is one of those guys where it always felt like if the three ball wasn't going in, you didn't really see much else offensively from him. Uh, consistently. And tonight was one of those nights where he was, you know, two for five, but he was doing everything else. And one of the big keys to the added, uh, <laughs> the, the added muscle, I was gonna use a different word. We're gonna go with muscle. The added muscle to uh, <laughs> watch it on this show. Yeah. yeah family <laughs> show. My fault. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't trying to get a fine night one by CP. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with the added muscle. Um, I feel like one thing that we saw improve last year was his, uh, the, him on the defensive end. And now with the added muscle, I feel like that's only going to add to that improvement this year because now you're going to see – you're not going to be so worried to have him guarded up against bigger guards, especially now that we have to figure out a way to use all these guards that we have against some bigger lineups. Now you don't have to worry so much if an IQ is, I don't know, faced up against a Jalen Brown in some situations or other names uh, across the board. So uh, those are the, thing, the kind of things I'm looking at. Defensively, I, I love the the – uh, progression of him. Yes, 21 points. Great. Uh, the way he scored, great. But like I said, with with this team, we got to be, be able to do a lot of other things when the, the shot's not falling because there was a period in this game where nobody was making shots, but we were luckily still in this game because of defense and a lot of because the talent on the other team wasn't there. But still, we may do with what we had. So IQ, I'm looking at him defensively, and I think that he looked, he looked really polished tonight on top of him being able to score other ways. Salute to Knicks Nation. Welcome to KFTV Post Game Live. You're with me, Alex Chateras, a.k.a. the Tratocaster, and my guy CK2K on the other side. Remember, tonight we're taking calls by the Discord only. So make Discord. sure to download the app. Make sure to download the app. TM has dropped the link in the chat. If you can't find it there, it's also in the video description. So make sure to download and you can call us through there. We also got some super chats, CK. So we got to shout out some of the super chats that we got. We got a $20 what? super chat. Yes, sir. We got a $20 super chat from. Our one and only Gamba the Bard, $20 hey. said, Randall about to make all NBA again. It's got to be the shoes. He's talking about them sketches, baby. <laughs> talking about them sketches. Yes, sir. They don't, <laughs> the people don't like them, man. Damn, let Julius be comfort, comfortable, bro. I have nothing against sketches. The colorway on the first one in the image, I was like. Tragic. I was Tragic. like, yo, what are we doing? It's got to yeah. be better colorways, man. Like, yeah, the nah. stuff they posted, like. Even though it was a heat color, I was like, that's better. The yellow and the black one, I was like, that's fire. I was like, I can roll yellow and the black yeah. one. That first one, though, Tragic. Wasn't, really feeling, wasn't really feeling that. All right. Now we also got 
A $20 super chat from the one and only Chuck D, the rhyme animal himself. Make sure hey. to throw a hashtag PE into the chat. He mm. said, fam for fam military. Salutes to the Evan Fournier Trey sighting. Uh, citing Tibbs' message is nothing personal, but if you don't play hard on defense, there will only be garbage time available. That memo is sent to everyone. Work hard equals play. That's a fact. I mean, the fact that we even got an Evan Fournier signed today, I was like, yo, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't think you would see uh, Evan Fournier today? You know, like, yes and no. Like, part of me was like, I could see him utilizing the entire bench just because it's the preseason. All right. But at the same time, Tibbs just wants to be midseason four, man. Like, he, like remember, like it's like he wants to make sure that this team is ready to go game one, regular season. He treats every game like there's no tomorrow. So I was also kind of shocked by that. Shout out to King Matthews for being part of the franchise franchise channel membership. Uh, Matthews, he's been a member for eight months. Salute to you, King Matthews. He oh. said, "Salute Alex CK and the rest of New York Knicks Nation." This might be a preseason game, but still a W. Sims was good, but meh. Finally, Evan Fournier. Uh, don't know what, I guess the arrows, uh, I don't know what the arrows point towards, but Obi all day. <laughs> he wanted Obi over Evan Fournier. All, oh, Obi <laughs> over Evan Fournier all day. There we go. That's there what he's is. trying to say. I got you. I got you. I got you. It took me a minute, but I got it. I got it. I got it. Appreciate you, King Matthews. That's funny, man. That's funny. Well, don't worry. We got another topping in the building. We got that lob from Deuce McBride. To another topic. It's all good. That was still a fire. Hey, you're smiling over there, man. We it's don't worry. We got your Daquan Jeffries out there. Daquan, my boy. You saw Daquan? Daquan was instant uh, effectiveness. You know what I mean? I saw him go out there. I was like, there he goes. Get him on the main roster. Daquan all day. But nah, it's just funny because everybody is all excited about Jacob Toppin. I like the kid. But come on, man. This poor kid, like, that's too much pressure. He, you know it's going to be tough for him to get on the main roster. And I think people are going to be upset about that. Set an expectation a little too high for the kid. We just lose a top and we gain a top. And it's an interesting world being a Knicks fan where you lose oh, a top and you gain a man. top. And that's, a, that's another story for another day. Let's they will not. This trade moving. Yeah, they, they, they trying, they trying to. Uh, <laughs> what is going on with this picture? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, me? The, oh, me is Obi Toppin? Yeah, there, there we go, man. Part of the, part of the top and hive. Shout out to the so Long moving forever. Obi Toppenhive for the Knicks okay. Nation. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, hey, respect, man. You know, keep the Toppenhive alive, I guess, man. Yeah, like I said, I'm just a little worried about the uh, the size issue. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I, it's hard for me to get away from that. But as far as Dante DiVincenzo's fit, I think he's going to be good for us. Um, it's just about finding that formula each and every night with the different, uh, <laughs> different players and teams that are going to get thrown at us, uh, especially around with, with the wing. But um, I like the craftiness of DiVincenzo. I think that he's going to be able to get his shot off regardless. Um, I'm not really taking the two for eight, two series tonight, again, preseason, and him figuring out his mojo with the team. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to be skeptical about this rotation until they give me a reason not to be. I'm not backing so, off on it. So let's so let's get into this right now, man. Because we saw Jericho Sims play the four tonight. We saw the Sims Robinson uh, duo. We saw the Sims Hartenstein duo. It seems like oh, it seems like you love it, man. It seems like you love that that lineup right there. Um, I get it for defensive purposes. Offensively, if we were a more gifted offensive team, and maybe that changes, man. Maybe that changes with Dante Divincenzo. Not a fan of having two. Or like two big men 
that don't really offer that much offense out there on the floor, and you're relying. I mean, you're relying. Well, tonight it was like it was quickly Dante and Fournier. Obviously, it won't be Fournier. It would be either RJ or Josh Hart, or maybe if well, in this case, there's no Josh Hart. That's the only reason that we saw this tonight, right? Because once Josh Hart's back, I don't think Jericho Sims is going to be getting those minutes. Although it would be interesting, considering that Tom Thibodeau has been raving about Jericho Sims' improvement during uh, training camp. So yeah. that will be interesting to see how he rewards him uh, based on his improvements this offseason. Yeah. But I, do, I, I wasn't a big fan. I don't hate it, but I'm not the biggest fan of it either where I'm like, there's no offense, man. And this team is just like, like I get they were a top offense, mainly through isolation. But if you have those guys out there and you don't have your two best isolation scores out there, or even worse, you have – your two best isolation scorers who score 15, who are best at scoring 15 and closer to the bucket. Like that just makes it even 10 times more challenging with Sims and Mitchell Robinson out there. Like I, I can yeah. kind of see what Isaiah Hartenstein because, all right, he's got a floater. He could, he could space yes. the floor a little bit. He could be yes. a passer. But Mitchell Robinson and Jericho Sims, no. that's, a, that's a little rough, man. That's yes. a little rough. Man. I was going to say, I was fine when they played with Sims and Hartenstein. I was with that. I did not like the Sims and Mitch combination. I wish we got to see a little bit more of if, because we had to, let's see what happens with Hartenstein or Hartenstein and Mitch. That is something I'd be a little more okay with because at least I know Hartenstein has the, the, the ball moving capability. So you can have Mitch be down low and Hardenstein can be on the high post, so you can still have ball movement that way. Yes, we still won't have the shooting, but the ball will still be able to move, and there still won't be so much of a logjam compared to when you had Sims and Mitch in the game at the same time. The movement looked so weird between the two of them, and we already have so, such a hard time with the wings in certain situations, and you're talking about Evan Fournier and poor Deuce with Grimes in one instance and with RJ in another instance trying to move around with those two down there, it just didn't make sense. So I don't hate the idea of utilizing two of the bigs together. I just do not like the combination of Sims and Mitch. I think iHeart's going to have to be that floater that runs with one of those two while Sims is the big or Mitch is the big if they're going to play around with that. But Sims and Mitch... Yeah, I, I was not a fan. I was not a fan. How about this? Let's throw this wrench. Let's hope that Jericho Sims actually developed a jumper and just didn't display it to give the tape to opponents yet. Do you think that's possible? <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, (laughs) I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. I asked the real question next. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait, I'll wait when you're ready with the real question. You Did you not see? And then, here's the thing, Jericho, I'm going to give you credit. It looked pretty when that man, I know there was the end of the shot clock and he had no choice when he shot that little fade. He had no choice. It looked pretty, but the result wasn't. So it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's a thing, Alex. I'm not sure, bro. And I love Jericho. That's, that's no hate. It's just, you know, I know that's not his role. That's not it's, his role. It's not, but it's just, it's just funny, man, because I just, I, I, I'm, like I said, man, I'm curious to see where the minutes are going to come from because this is really more of a product mm. of Josh Hart not playing tonight right because yeah. if you have Josh Hart that rotation is most likely quickly Dante uh RJ Hart and Harnstein like that to me that's what it is and then we go back to a 10 man rotation or no that's still a nine man that's still a nine man rotation that's still a nine man rotation I'm going crazy for a second going a little crazy you going are going a little crazy yeah T- Tim's and 10 man he said huh he's like what what's that don't know what that is <laughs> no no thank you Hey man, look, talked about what was it? There's a there was a tweet out there. Let me see if I can go find it. Let me let me see if I can go find it and send it Please. to our producer Daniel, uh, so he can share with our family here. Shout yeah. out to everyone in the chat right now. What's Shout up, out to chat nation. We are here for KFTV post game live. Make sure to call in through the Discord if you want to get off your takes. Talk about preseason. We know you want to talk about preseason. One and oh, baby. One and oh. We're going to the yes, chip, sir. baby. We're going to the chip. That's yeah, all man. To, that's all I need to see. All I need to see tonight. All right, Daniel, I sent you this. Uh, sent you the tweet in the chat. If you could just share that with everyone, with everyone on the screen. And this is from uh, New Beat reporter, uh, Christian Winfield. He is New Beat. He's... He's been to beat reporter. He covered the Brooklyn Nets uh, for the Daily News, but now he is transferred over wow. over the New York Knicks for the Daily Last News. Last year, right? Uh, he what? No, he started covering the Knicks literally this week. This oh, okay, yeah, this week. So Christian uh, tweeted: uh, Ryan Archidiacono and Josh Hart are out for the Knicks tonight. Tom Thibodeau says Jalen Brunson, Quentin Grimes, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, and Mitchell Robinson will start, but will be on a minute limit. That's minutes limit. I know, I know it's preseason, but ever thought I'd hear the words minutes a little bit and, and uh, Tom Thibodeau. And ah, 
the same sentence. So things could happen, CK. Things yeah. could happen. That's all I'm saying, yeah. man. It's, I, it just blew my mind that of all the people that have to play the most minutes, it was Mitch. There, there yeah, was no right? Mitch, there was no need for Mitchell Robinson to be on the floor for 23 minutes in my home. That, and, that, and that was uh, to him a minutes restriction. No. Keep in mind, he like had it. he put Mitchell Robinson in that minutes restriction, yet <laughs> Mitch had 23. Yeah. That's wild. I don't like it. I understand if you want to try to get him, get the cardio in and whatnot, sure. But no, I, if, if I need him healthy. He was falling one too many times for me in this game. Sit him down. Sit him down. And Mitch looked good, man. Mitch looked He looked strong. great. Yo. Outside of the cardio, but he had a little bit of stamina issues. I don't know, man. I, honestly, I thought he was running pretty strong out there. Like he, There was one where he had, uh, what was it? I forget. Who, who gave him the pass? Right, let's see. I got my notes right here, man. I got my notes right here. He got a good, solid pass from, because he, he finished uh, a nice dunk. In transition, I was like, yo, very strong. Very strong. Can't find it right now, but yeah. it was nice. It was nice, man. He looks in good shape, man. Don't, don't hate on our guy, Mitch. Why are you hating on the guy, Mitch? I love Mitch, I love Mitch but I'm just saying, my man Mitch. Why are you hating on Mitch? My right man was, was by the river in Louisiana fishing away. And, and it, you know, uh, the fact that he looks strong as hell, and I, I'm really happy to see his shape. His, like, he's great. But, you know, you're just a little gas tonight. And they're, they're, that's fine. We, we, we've seen Mitch do this before and still play out of his mind. But at the same time, 23 minutes, he was not the one I needed to see play 23 minutes. Mitch looked great. Let him rest. Let him. That's all I'm saying. That, that's not hate on Mitch. I thought Mitch was good, but too many minutes for Mitchell Robinson, too in my opinion. For Mitchell Robinson. Look, man, I get it. I get it. And shout out to Charlie Correa. With a $2 super chat. He said, we may never lose a game ever again. We back. Okay. I, I ain't going that. I ain't, I ain't jumping out the window that far, but, you know. <laughs> hey, let him jump, bro. We got to, yeah, get the energy up now. Preseason. We all, yeah. we're all going. Want to know. We're all happy because we got Knicks basketball back in action. What do you think about Deuce McBride, man? Uh, here's the thing. I understand that he didn't shoot the greatest percentage tonight. But I love the aggression because that was always the beef with Deuce McBride. You know, it was he, he, it's like he was scared to shoot and it was, he was scared to get to the rim. And today I thought he did a good job. He was, always, he was active defensively, as we've always seen. Definitely his, his, his biggest um, pro. Um, but I love that he was aggressive. Uh, again, uh, you know, he was 3 for 10, 0 for 4 from 3. But I love that he was attacking. I love that he was, was trying to get an offense going. I loved um, how he was trying to squeak some of those passes uh, in. There was There was... Uh, him and um, Isaiah Hartenstein in that third quarter, they were doing some remarkable uh, like touch passes uh, that made the that helped the ball move around a lot more um, fluidly. So you know, it's little things like that I love to see from Deuce. Um, I think he he needs this preseason to see where he lies in this rotation because, like we mentioned earlier, with all the guards that are ahead of him, um, unfortunately Deuce might be the one that gets left out. So. I think he needs to have a strong preseason. And outside of shooting percentage, uh, I thought he was pretty active uh, in tonight's game for sure. Yeah, I mean, this has kind of just been the thing for McBride, right, is that the shooting needs to come around, but the defense is there, his activity is there. But that's all you really need from him. Do, were you shocked to see that Fournier got into the game uh, before uh, McBride? Or, or, were you, were you, or were you like, that's, that's pretty on par? 
That part I was shocked by is the is him coming in before Deuce. Yes. Um, I was not shocked that he played. I always expect him to play. I think he should play in this preseason. I mean, he, both sides said their piece. I, I would expect Tibbs to, because he says he respects him, I expect Tibbs to give him his shot to see if he can get in rotation. Don't think he will. But So I wasn't shocked that he got in the game. The fact that he went in when he went in, yes, that part shocked me. Um, we needed the offense, though, so that kind of made sense. Um, but... You know, the first time he checked in, it wasn't the greatest with swings because we were up by, what, nine points? Yeah, and then uh, nine, instantly nine went points. down by one or something like that. I'm not saying it's entirely his fault, but that, that is a thing that happened. Um, but, uh, yeah, for, to see him check in before Deuce, I, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that, but it was fine. It worked out. They both ended up playing fine well uh, together in the second half. Yeah, for, I, I, I was a little... I, I, initially, when I saw... Fournier come in for ahead of McBride. I was like, this is a little weird considering of the standing Fournier was on last season with Tom Thibodeau and the entire Knicks, like the Knicks roster, right? But the more I thought about it, I was like, if you put McBride out there, you would then have quickly and then Dante. So that's like a really, really small three guard lineup that you got there. And that's putting Dante at the wing. And I was like, I kind of get why you put an Evan Fournier out there. He's, probably the only true wing that we have outside of RJ at that point uh, yeah. to go with that unit. So I was like, okay, when I thought about it, I was like, this is, this is fine. I get why you're doing it. You're giving him a chance to earn some minutes as well. Um, but it took me a minute for, for him to get adjusted, but Hey man, that's, that's a bet that, you know, it's a bet that Tom Thibodeau took man. And never forty is taken. Speaking about betting, man, let's talk about our sponsor for today. All right. Cause our sponsor for, the for the official sponsor for KFTV for the 2023 for the 2023 season is BetUS, the official sports book for KFTV this 2023 season. As I said, it's one of the premier sports books, man. You can bet on all sports: NFL, NBA, MLB. You name it, you can you can bet. Place a bet on it. They have an online casino. They have all types of betting. So if you want to do parlays, you want to do money line, you want to do prop bets, they got you covered. And don't worry when it comes about collecting your money. They got a reliable customer service, so that money will be deposited to your bank account. Now, if we're talking about betting for tonight, Knicks were eight and a half point favorites. Uh, and if you took the eight and a half, if you took the over, sorry, they it, it was one it was one fourteen to one oh seven. So hopefully you chose the under for tonight. But if you took the money line, you could have won some money, man. All right. It was a minus one ten. So if you placed a hundred dollars, you could have won ended up with a full total earnings of $191. But don't worry, if you didn't place those bets for tonight, or if you're not feeling that you want to place a bet on any single game upcoming this, this upcoming season, don't worry. You can still do futures. All right. You could bet. But for the Knicks winning the in-season tournament, or you can talk about them winning the East. So make sure to go check out BetUS today. Go sign up. If you want to get there, make sure to click the link in our video description bio and get a bonus match of up to 125% on your deposit. Make sure to check out BetUS, the official sports book of KFTV for the 2023 season. All right. And that was our sponsor. Well done. Well done. Thank you, CK. Thank you. I, I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate the well done from you, man. I appreciate the well done from you. Man, what were you thinking about this game overall coming into it, man? Did you want to, like, would you have been upset, like, with the loss? Would you have been, like, how how did you feel about this game going overall? Because it was pretty tight, like, as for three and a half quarters. Like, the Celtics, with their B squad, was keeping up with the Knicks' actual rotation 
even for the limited minutes that our starters got. How'd you feel about that? That was the beef right there. It's not about if we had lost because preseason is preseason. It's about how our main rotational players played against those guys. Now, you could also make that argument that they probably had the same mentality, like, you know, this isn't the, the main squad and this, that, and the third. But, yeah, for our main guys and some guys that, even when they were coming off the bench, are going to be in the rotation that were getting outplayed by them, um, it, I, I didn't like it. That, that, that's what irritated me more than anything else. But um, as you saw in that third quarter, you saw them clean it up. You saw them go on the run. You, it, it just only furthers the, the point that this is preseason. It's our first game, their second game, regardless of who, whether it's A, B, or C squad. Some of the majority of them already got minutes in their last game. Um, you know, we, we were still able to figure it out. Uh, we saw good stuff out of Brunson. We saw good stuff out of the guys. You know, it, it is what it is. It's just it was a little worrisome in that first half. We watched our, our main rotational guys get cooked by a lot. What's his name? Blanton or 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 or. <laughs> Uh, my boy Shfee was out there just just hitting threes in everybody's eyes. Like it was just it was you know it was rough times. It was rough times. Yo, it was crazy. I was like, wow, this Peyton Pritchard man gets paid, and he's like, yo, let me show crazy. you. Crazy <laughs> Knicks killer. Always one. There's always one. There's always one man. Always one. And he was look. He played well. Twenty one points, five assists, three rebounds for him. Like three steals. Dude was active. I think the one that shocked me was that Quick almost had the steal on Peyton Pritchard, then gets mm. the steal. Right, because he was hot. Quick was hustling. Gets Wanted the steal, it. goes back, and I think it was Pritchard who comes back. He's like, "Now nah, let me get that right back." And I was right like, back. "Yo, what?" I was like, "Yo, what is happening right now?" Pritchard was on one tonight, man. He was trying to make. He was trying to put. I don't know who he was trying to put on notice. I was like, "It's a preseason game, my man. Who are, man you to, who are you trying to put on notice in the league?" Right. That man hit a three from the E on the chase from Yo. the Madison Square Garden chase. I, I like what's going on, brother. Like no one asked for this at the beginning of the shot clock. I'm like, who, what is going on? Like, who, who are you here for? You heard Taylor Swift. Wasn't Taylor Swift there? I heard something about Taylor Swift. Okay, get out of here, man. Get out of here. Get, get out of here with the Taylor. All right, as a Jets fan and having to have the whole Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift thing. Hey, at least your team's won yesterday. At least your team's won yesterday. You're hey, you know. Yeah, you know, shut out against. I, I shout to my Jets fans out there. You know, my Saints shut out the Patriots. I know y'all love that. It's for you guys, you know. Um, but yeah, Jets and for losing hope. Huh? Shout out to the Patriots for losing, I hope. <laughs> oh, yeah, they got killed. They got destroyed. I yeah, love they, it. Yeah, love yeah. It, so man. that's what I'm saying. So to my Jets fans out there, you know, our Saints, you, that's our gift for you. Merry Christmas. But, uh, yeah, sorry. look at the Jets, man. Look at y'all. Yeah. Look at y'all. I'm sorry for, for CP, man. He went down to Miami to go catch that uh, Giants game against the Dolphins. He was the damn. What's the and I don't, I, again? I was so into Knicks mode today. What was the update on Daniel Jones? Is he all right? I have no idea. I'm not a Giants yeah. fan, man. I'm not a Giants fan, so I don't know. For Giants don't fans, care. what in the chat? For Giants fans in the chat, let us know what the update is on Daniel Jones. Daniel Jets Jones lost Elijah cool. Vera Tucker, so I'm upset, man. I'm upset we lost Elijah Vera Tucker for the season. We lost him again oh, playing against the Broncos, man. Again. Yeah. Again. Last yeah. year, he got injured in the Broncos, done for the season. Play the Broncos again. In mile high, again, we lose, yeah. we lose Elijah Vera Tucker. I don't want to ever go there ever again. Ever again. <laughs> ever again. Stop it. Stop yeah. NFL always does this to us, man. Puts us out in Denver for no reason. No reason. Yeah. None whatsoever. Anyway, Giants fans are, are, are vacant in the chat tonight is what I'm hearing. Jones <laughs> is playing Sunday. Okay, there we go. We got that. <laughs> Shout out to Queens. <laughs> Shout out to Jamaica Queens in the chat. Yeah. Shout out to everybody in the chat, man. Shout out yeah, to everyone up, here with man? us. 
Shout out to everybody here with us tonight after the Knicks' first preseason game. Man, man, yeah. man, man. Dub. We, we at least we got the dub, man. But you know, let's get back to the line. We got a call. We got a caller with us. We got Kloy eighty four on the line with us. Kloy, if you hear me right now, man, unmute the mic. Let's hear what you got to say as I swat away this moth that's in front of me. What's going on, Kloy? Kloy. Hello. Yep. What's hey, going on? Time. What's up, bro? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, hey, Alex. Hey, CK. I just have a quick uh, comment. I, I'm still mad about the Obi Toppin trade, but I'm glad that uh, we have a Jacob Toppin in, in the building right now. That's it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for accepting my call. Bye. Uh, have a good one. That's and the Obi Toppin. That's for you. That was for me. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm yep, yeah, looking at him. Look at him go. go. Yeah, I I I I gave my last two cents on Obi Toppin today. I'm not talking about Obi Toppin again until oh, we man. play the Pacers. So that's any Obi Toppin takes, that's for the president. So that's all you, bro. I I look, I've had my whole when Obi Toppin got traded, CP and I broke that trade down because it was the same day that we got Dante DiVincenzo. I've said my piece on Obi Toppin. He didn't get his chance, but I'm not going to go too much into that. We get it. Julius Randle. feel like there were still opportunities for tips to figure it out. Didn't happen. Whatever. We got to move on, man. I wish Obi the best, but I always will hate the Indiana Pacers. I will never root for <laughs> the Indiana Pacers to go out and defeat and, and be good in this league as I'm a Knicks fan. So, But, hey, man, hopefully Obi has a good career. That's all you hope for, man. That's what I said. I hope that the kid averages 20-plus and the Pacers go 0-82. That's it. 0-82? That's how I feel about it. Has that ever happened? This is going to be the first year. It's going to be the first year. Mark my words, Alex, yeah. 0-82, okay. Pacers losing every single game. Pacers are going to lose every single game, and the Knicks are going to win every single game, and everything's going to be right in the world. Everything's going to be all right in the world. We'll go through you know, we'll go down the canyon of heroes and uh, everything will be great. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. That's it. Heroes. <laughs> oh, my goodness oh, gracious. Man. It's gone, never ending, yo. man. He's never gone, ending, guys. And, and again, please don't do this to Jacob Toppin, bro. Like, I, he, I was impressed with what he showed tonight. I was a little worried that, A, he wasn't going to play or, B, he was going to go out there because you know everybody was expecting to see him because of the fact that he's Obi's little brother. And he was just not going to be, he was just going to be a non-factor. So I'm glad that he showed out. He, look, he, he made some great moves. I love, uh, he, the, the, it just felt like he was a clone of Obi, like a little, a little, a littler, a smaller version <laughs> of Obi. Yes. He, he is a little. He's a little brother. Uh, but yeah, he just. Oh, he, he little, little, guys. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he seemed like, you know, he got a lot of the, the, the same things from him. But you can also see the difference in his game. So, I, you know, I'm hoping for him and rooting for him. Uh, maybe he gets on the main roster. I don't think it's likely that he does, but I, I am rooting for the kid. He's, he's definitely fun to watch, and he's actually a Nick, so I'm going to enjoy whatever he gives to us for this preseason. I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, he's going to be down in Westchester, dude. That's, 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 yeah. the, that's, that's what it is. And he's, look, I think for him, he just needs to develop. Same thing with, like, Daquan. Like, these are guys who just need to get minutes. Daquan are- is developed, Alex. Don't, oh, why'd you throw him in there? Main roster him immediately. For people who don't know, you guys got to be out at Summer League seeing CK root for Daquan, shouting at Tibbs to get Daquan here, a starting role. That's what Those you 18 mean, points are because of me, bro. He's like, it I works. got you, CK. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my guy, man. Shout out to Daquan, bro. He gave you, did he give you an autograph after the game? Nah, but he dabbed me up uh, last summer league because mm. I was just as loud. Not this past season, this, the season before. There I got my dad from Daquan. We homies, bro. We, we homies. He, I, I got text him after the, after the uh, post game. I got That's my guy. There we go. We're going to wrap in a bit. We're going to wrap in a bit. So if you want to make sure, if you want to get your calls in, make sure to get your calls in. We're going to wrap. We're going to end the show shortly. I think the last thing I want to talk about, uh, CK, is so. you, kind of, you kind of brought it up. It's this rotation. And mm. it, you know, it's, I don't know where we're going to go with, I know you talk about the guard situation. It comes back to the lineup situation for end of games. Like, who do you go to? Who do you go towards? Cause you see, you see quickly putting up numbers like this in 23 minutes. It's like, all right. So during the regular course of the game, where you're starting to see Brunson get 30, Randall's going to get 30. Mitch is probably going to get his. Actually, something like this, 23 to maybe 30 minutes a night, like depending on who's playing better between him or Hartenstein. You know, Grimes is going to be in that mix with RJ as well and uh, Dante DiVincenzo and Josh Hart. But then if you throw Jericho Sims into this whole mix, right, because something is like giving me this feeling that with Tibbs talking, giving praise to Jericho Sims, I feel like there could be that odd 10-man scenario where it's like, okay – yeah, this is where it's like this is where it's interesting, man. Because I think like the praise, like he just doesn't give praise for the sake of giving praise. You know what I mean? Like right, right, right. you hear him be critical about RJ saying, "Hey, he's got to be in the gym, work on his three point shooting for him to be better and to be more consistent." Right? We've heard him criticize players and really talk about dissect players. Um, outside of like he doesn't do that for Brunson, he doesn't do that for Randall. But I just feel like when him giving credit to Sims is giving me some sort of like feeling where it's like. Sims yeah. may be a player in this where he's a 10 man. And it's like, depending on the, depending on the matchup, he could be playing some power forward minutes. That's, that's how, that's how I'm reading the situation. Okay. So with that, with that, then it becomes even muddier, right? Because yep. the four, the small ball four position was meant for Josh Hart. So if you do that, then you got to push Josh Hart up to like the three, the two, whatever it may be, most likely the three, um, just because you got Dante DiVincenzo, who they just signed. You got quickly starting for that second unit. Do you see this happening? Do you see it getting even more muddier? Because you talk about the guard rotation. If Jericho Sims starts getting minutes, that's 10-man rotation. What do you think happens? Yeah, because outside of the starting five, the next three best players on her bench are guards. Dante, IQ, and Hart. We know Hart's going to play the four. But yeah, and then then who is going to be that fourth if we stick to the nine? So... I like your thinking. I've always been a, a proponent for running a 10-man rotation, especially in the regular season, because it keeps your players fresh. But we know Tibbs, that's not his MO, and he put the hammer down last year saying, that's it. I'm done with it. Tried it y'all way. Didn't like it. We're doing 9-man rotation. And, I mean, it worked, but it also didn't work because we started to fall, not fall apart, but break down a little bit injury-wise towards the end of the season. So I would love that. I, I, I like where, you're, where your head's at. I think that's a, a, a good thought process. I just don't know how realistic it's going to be because I really expect Tibbs to stick to his guns on that nine-man rotation. But it, I, I could see him after, uh, like, with, like with what happened with Evan Fournier last year, after a few weeks and things don't go well, I can see guys getting taken out to then have uh, a different type of lineup with Jericho Sims playing or whatever the case may be. Like, maybe IR doesn't start the season well and he, then he gets Evan Fournier. I don't know. 
But to I, I just it's it's hard for me to believe that uh, Tibbs is going to shake his nine man rotation and add that last player and go with a ten. I think he should. I like your thought process on it. I think it would be better for what we have because you just have to do it because of the way this this roster is built. But realistically, I, ju- I don't think he's going to do it. I think he's going to stick to a nine-man rotation. What it is, that we'll see on uh, the 25th. And shout out to Anthony Parasol in the chat. He said, Sims and I hard played a large sample size last year that impacted the initial run of winning. And that they did because, what was it? Was it, I know Obi got hurt. I think it was because Obi got hurt. Yeah, it was Obi that got hurt in December. And like that just made sense because we didn't have Josh Hart at that point, right? So it's like, okay, it's easy to insert Jericho Sims because Tibbs initially went to a nine-man rotation. You lose one of the guys in the nine-man rotation. The next guy that you're going to place in there just because Tibbs thinks about rim protection is Jericho Sims. But for me, like... I could see that, and I understand why you'd find that appealing. For me, I feel like it just, I think him getting into the four position just muddies the guard position even more because if you do start to give Jericho Sims minutes at the four and consistent minutes at the four, that means Josh Hart has to play the three, and that means where do you get minutes for R.J. Barrett, who's your starter, right? And then it's like, oh, well, who's your closing lineup then? Because it's then... Tibbs always talks about players getting into rhythm to get that consistency, right? And knowing where they're coming in throughout any moment of the game so that way they can understand their role. So I feel like that would just throw a wrench into the entire thing, which is why his words saying Jericho Sims, like him giving praise for his improvement this offseason, it's kind of giving me pause going into this regular season because it's already muddied as it is. So as interesting as it would be, I'm a little concerned of how that could really throw a wrench into the entire rotation and potential lineups that Tibbs has in his arsenal already. Yeah. It's a good point that you bring up, too, because you're right. Tibbs doesn't really throw around that kind of uh, praise. Uh, Last time I feel like he really did that was IQ's rookie year. I feel like that was the last time we really heard him openly give praise to a player that then turned into, you know, he, he, he... worked on that word and, and played IQ. I don't know if we remember how that uh, that whole process went where he went from more than sure if he was going to play to then him being a key player's rookie year. So you you might be onto something. I, I don't hate it. I just, I'm curious what he does with it because I, I don't think he gets out of that nine-man rotation. But we'll see. We'll see. It is, you like you said, it's muddy enough. So we'll see how he tries to clean it up. See, man, it's only preseason though. So you know yep. what it is. It's only preseason. So that's all we can work off of. But Shout out to everyone in the chat. Shout out to everyone tuning in right now. We're going to wrap this show up and we're going to catch you guys later. So thank you all for, for tuning in for KFTV post game live, man, for the Knicks getting that dub over the Boston Celtics. They won 114 to 107, baby. That's what we're talking about. Just the, the way you want to start off. That's a good see, uh, the season, man. Preseason yeah. with a W, with a victory. So make sure to share these videos. You can catch them on YouTube. If you don't catch us live, you can catch us on here. You can catch them on the YouTube channel. Make sure to share the videos, like I said, to all your family members, friends, dogs, cats, whoever it may be, your goldfish. But if you can't catch us here on YouTube, you can't catch the show live, you can always catch us on any audio listening platform, Apple, Spotify, you name it. We are there. And on top of that, make sure to go support our sponsors, man. You can go use the promo code KFTV for Manscaped. Yeah, that's right. Obi Toppin, the Toppin Caster, baby. The Toppin Caster over there. And make sure to check out our sponsor by hitting the link in the video description at BetUS. Remember, they will match 
give you a bonus match of 125% on your deposit. So make sure to hit that link in the description if you want to go play some wagers. And also, make sure to go check out KFTV.com, KnicksFanTV.com. Man, we got some awesome, great writers over there covering the team. Make sure to go support the website and the writers. And that's it, guys. We'll catch you later this week. Uh, well, we got the next post game will be against the Timberwolves. We got the Knicks playing the Timberwolves this Saturday. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Salute to Knicks Nation. We'll catch you later this week. We out. Oh, salute to the mods, too, man. Salute to the mods. Shout out to the mods, man. man. Salute to the mods. I can't forget the mods and everybody. And the franchise channel members. Salute to all you guys. We'll catch you later this week. We out. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com